understanding of what you're not, you can study what you're not, you can know what you're not, you're experiencing it quite a lot all day, yeah? And in that, that's, that has value, yeah? But if you apply that to what, to what you are, trying to know what you are, it doesn't go anywhere. Because it's what you are trying to know what it is. It's a redundancy, yes? And it's impossible because we're relegated to one possibility concerning what we are, and that's being it. That's it. You have no other choice. Out there, you may think you have a choice to know something or not know something, study something, not study something. This, there's no choice. You are that being, yeah? So how it worked with me was, I, you know, I would listen to descriptions of me, and I should have figured it out earlier, because if you read spirituality, they would talk about that as the indescribable, the incomprehensible. Then why fucking spend time trying to describe it? You can describe what you're not. Because what the, the description of what you're not is just seeing an activity. There is, no, there is no you. There's not a self. There's the act of being identified as a self. It's an activity. The mental process is in. And if your interest and attention has been wedded to that with the idea that it has something to do with you, then that power that we are gives life to that fucking imagination. And then we start at a new reference point, and it can go to such an extreme, you'll end up trying to look for what you are from what you're not. All the while being what you're looking for. You will reach a point where you're basically looking for what you are from what you're not as what you are. And there's warnings. Hawaiian Po makes a great warning. You can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. You can't use mind to seek mind. You can't use light to seek light. Do you think he would have said that to anyone who wasn't the Buddha? Or wasn't light? Or wasn't mind? Big M mind? Of course not. He wasn't seeing Jonathan and Paul and Amelia and Hari. He was seeing Buddha. He was seeing light. He was seeing mind. So he was trying to get through the obscuring freaking agent, which is the act of being identified as something you're not. That's the obscuring agent, yes? It, he was trying to get through Jonathan, not to Jonathan, through it, or throw it over Jonathan's head, somehow get through that incredible defense system that captures every message and neuters it by claiming, I'm hearing the message. I got the message. Yeah, It's dead. It's, a, it's born dead. There's no life. There's no sense-feltness. Yeah? So, but I have, a, I have faith. You can throw it over the head of what you're not. And if you don't have to aim because you're, you're throwing it at everywhere. You can't miss it. Just throw it up there. Just as long as your mental hand can't grab it. Yeah. And so what we do, I know, you can't have long breaks during a talk. Because the fucking head regroups. Oh, let's, let's pause. It's there you are again. Fucking catching everything. You want to throw a lot of balls. So one of them, it misses. And it gets freaking through. Yeah, and it's sort of like the idea of the spiritual sperm, and then all you're trying, you know, millions of them get released, and yet we're hoping just it just takes one to break through the defenses, and it's the defense is you trying really hard to get it. That's the obscuring. It is you're really concentrating on hearing the message is missing the fucking message. It's like the cloud, the little mist is like a fucking thick cloud. Yeah? It's not about that. There's a way of hearing satsang which isn't fucking concentrated and focused and doesn't need notebooks and taking ideas and scribbling down because it's not going to do any good for what you're not. It's going to be dry. As soon as what you're not claims non-duality, it's as dry as parchment. So it gets through one, one sperm hits the big mother egg. Yes. Say big M mind. Just one. And what happens? The big M mind conceives of an idea. What's the idea? Hey, I may not be that. What? I may not be that, which I seemingly been taking myself to be. Just an idea. I may not be that. 
As soon as it does this, this happened with me. Totally. Completely. This exactly was the sequence in time. Something got through. The mind saw instead of it, it wasn't looking from the activity of selfing, it saw the activity of selfing, and it said, maybe I'm not that, which it's implying. And then the next possibility was, I can be free from it. And then suddenly it told me, years of living in a nanosecond, that I've been trying to be free as it my whole freaking life. I've been trying to be free as self instead of from self. Yeah? Just like that. But the first thing is, the sperm had to get through, and the thing had to look at that, which was implying it to be me, and see, maybe I'm not that. Then the possibility of freedom, not as that, because that's what I've been trying to do since I was six years old. I've been trying to get out of me as me. I wanted to get out of it, but I wanted to be there to enjoy getting out of it, yes? It was a persistent, stubborn thing I didn't see. Yeah, like the hand that's animating the glove and then just assumes it's the glove. Yeah, all the while thinking and then hearing the message, you know, about the hand, you know, but as the glove. It defeats the whole message. If the message of the hand tries to get through the hand and it gets caught by the glove, the glove gets so fucking convoluted, now it tries to become like a hand but as a glove. Okay. Instead of fucking just seeing I'm not the glove from the hand's point of view, I'm not, you're not convincing the glove that it's not a glove or that it's a hand. Don't waste freaking time. Yeah? Let the, what you are hear it. When the hand hears it's not a glove, that goes somewhere. When the glove hears it's not a glove, it fucking doesn't go anywhere. I'm serious. So when the hand hears it, a possibility is I may not be that. And what may happen in the, in the hand's point of view? It just pulls itself out of the fucking glove. It's not attached. It doesn't have to have surgery. It was animating the whole thing, but there was an act of being identified that was constantly being presented by its mental states that it was the glove, it's going to be the glove, therefore it is the glove. All freaking day, reinforcing, reinforcing, by claiming whatever consciousness allowed to be in contact with. So the seeing is claimed to be implied that there's a seer. And guess what? The seer, you don't see the seer. It's pinned on the body, yeah? The attribute of seeing is now pinned on the body. So when you say, I'm the seer, it's as a body, yeah? And I'm the feeler, and I'm the thinker, and I'm the taster, and I'm the toucher. Now, every thought, every feeling, everything tasted, everything touched is using to is used to apply the same simple idea. If there's seeing, there must be a seer, and I am that. Yes. If there's hearing, it must be a hearer, and I am that. Feeling must be a feeler. Doing must be the doer. Yes. That's the bondage of self. It's not the doing, it's not the seeing, it's not the feeling, it's not the tasting, it's not the thinking, it's the claiming of being the thinker, the doer, the feeler, the seer. That's where the bondage lies. It uses the plethora of thoughts and feelings and actions all day to imply one idea, that there's only one person who's having all the feelings. Yeah? There's only one thinker that's thinking all these thoughts. There's only one doer that's done all these things in this whole port of life. That's the activity of the bondage of self. It's an activity. It doesn't have its own light. So what it does is says, I was Paul, I will be Paul, therefore I am Paul. All the while sitting on the I am, that's the most obvious of all, and disguising it by calling it Paul. And then suddenly I am Paul, and then suddenly the I am becomes an after that the Paul searches for. All the while being the I am that it's searching for. This is what they've warned us about. Ramana Maharshi, Hawaiian Po, they say it in a lot of different ways, but it's the same point. Ramana Maharshi, 
A lot of the writings that were done about his teachings says the same thing in different ways. And it's usually prefaced as the problem or the greatest mystery, yes? One of the biggest ones is, is the greatest mystery is reality attempting to attain reality. Now, how the hell would ever, would, what would ever be able to move reality to seek for itself? Well, reality must believe it's something else. It takes itself to be something else, and then from that something else, it searches for itself. That's why it doesn't work. You can't apply what you apply to know a topic if you are that topic. Because that which you want to make a topic is what's understanding and studying the topic, all the while having no knowledge of it whatsoever. It's taken to be something other than what it is. It's a simple little move, but if you don't see it, you're going to be looking from it. You really can't see the process after, but you are seeing it before. Yeah? What you are has always been before that which comes after. And there's nothing before the before. There's nothing that's seeing the scene. We talked to a lady last night, and she says, well, I see, I'm, see I'm not that, but isn't that a doing? No, seeing is not doing, seeing is being, yeah? You're not doing awareness, you're being aware because you're of awareness, yeah? That is no thought or effort. That's not a doer. There's no identification in seeing. So here, all right, so now we throw the message over your head. And don't pin it on me, because it's not me either. No fucking way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> if it was me, I would have to prepare to do these talks. And obviously, you can see, I can't even get a pair of pants on. It's just, I just stumble and bumble my way to the meeting, and that's my end of my job. Then I'm sort of out somewhere, and then it returns when I leave. Yeah. And I don't care if the message got through, I, I want to know how many shirts I sent. <laughs> Because this thing is sick of nothing. It's so, it believed it was going to get something for years, you know, even though it was nothing, you know, I'm getting get something. No, it realized about many years ago, it's not getting shit. <laughs> it's so obvious the mental state, state cannot reach behind it and claim it. It's so obvious it has nothing to do with me. Yeah? So, so unbelievably beautiful, and the seamlessness of it is incredible. It was such a, it's just, a, I was living in a bizarro world. I was using what I am to look for what I am, you know? So when the message of Wuhan Po got through Paul, not to Paul, but through Paul, and the Buddha heard, hey, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. You can't use big M mind to seek mind. You can't use light to seek light. I realized he was describing what I am, Buddha, mind, and light, if you want to use those terminologies. And I can't use what I am to seek for what I am. It can go on for eons and nothing will happen. I didn't need to read another thing ever again. And I love to say it because it's like an avalanche of sudden speltness. Because the horse was finally in front of the cart. I wasn't look, using myself to look for myself. And then that looking, I stopped looking for what can't be found. And they were, I was, the convincing was thorough. It just finished it. Yeah. It just finished it because of the futility of what they were describing, all the efforting, all the things, all turning the blame or the failure back on itself, 
all the fighting, you know, if I would have just stayed another day at that retreat, you know, why did I get up? You know, I was right near the time of peace and meditate, whatever it was. You know, there was always, there was always a, an, a you know, if I would have just, like I had spoken outside of Boston once, and a guy had been at this function, and they said, if you stood in a posture for 17 minutes, something would happen. And so the guy says, man, I couldn't hold the posture any long, longer, and I fell. What should I have done? I said, you should have stood for 18 minutes. Yeah? <laughs> this is what they do. It's just more, more, more. And you don't realize you're holding the carrot in front of yourself. So wherever you move, it's just still on place the way. You can never bridge this gap. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it bring about a, a chilled outness? Yeah. You never get gypped. You're not busy using seeing to look for itself. You're just seeing. Yeah. You're awake to being awake. And you realize you can act like you're asleep to being awake. It doesn't change the fact that you're awake. Yeah. It can appear to that which is awake that it's not awake. That's the dreaming, yeah? And it also can appear that to that which is awake that it's awake. And you know what? It's not a big fucking deal. People aren't stopping me at 7-Eleven. Oh, nothing, you know? They're just asking me for change and shit. Nothing, you know? There's no, it's, if you're thinking you're gonna get like, you know, stripes or something, no, none of it. It's just ordinary dog shit awareness. You're just, you're just the obviousness of what the consciousness, the conscious contact implies, the seeing and the hearing and the feeling and the tasting and the touching don't demonstrate any effort or thought and no volition. Because when people describe a feeling, they go, I didn't want to feel that. The feeling was noted first. Then the idea of them not wanting to feel it came after. Do you need 800,000 examples? You can see one and apply it to it all. It's a mechanical thing, that which comes after. So here's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, and everything else is verbing, really, isn't it? Thinking, feeling, yes, verbing. And then the verbing is claimed by the mental state. That's all it is. The mental state claims the verbing to imply a noun. The noun comes after the verbing, yes? Without the verbing, you would not be able to arrive at the idea of noun. The verbing is claimed to imply the noun. When it works, the noun thinks it's doing the verbing. And then the language that we're listening to all day has us inserted as the noun. So a lot of times the language is implying you have a lot to do with a lot of shit you have nothing to do with. Yeah? It's constantly proclaiming power where you don't have any. We used to use the example of going back to New York and my hair was longer and a guy who knew me said, hey, Paul, you're growing your hair. And I said, yeah, I am, doing a good job, looking good. And he was balding. I said, you know, not doing so well, Bill. And they said, you know, you can come on Saturday and join a group of us. We grow our hair together. Seems to be adding luster and everything, the, you know, the group and, and go on and on proud. And then maybe I have my own shampoo and moisturizer Oh, Zen bitch slap, shampoo, moisturizer, <laughs> stuff like that. But basically, all I do is just not cut it. <laughs> I'm not growing my hair. Yeah, but the language sounds like it, yes? Just like when my, the knee went out surfing, when I tell everyone I hurt my knee, it sounded like I went out there with a hammer. Oh, oh, oh. No, you're saying it casually, but the bonding isn't casual. The bonding isn't casual. Every little bit helps for the bonding, yeah? Because it's constantly an applying of a magical, imaginary glue. And then when you see it in time, it looks like it's one thing. If you see it in timelessness, you see it as a sporadic activity, yes? When you see it from what you are, you see it as an activity. You see a lot of fingers pointing, but there's not even a moon. It's all implied, yeah? If you see it through time, if you're looking at it, you call it you.
That's when it's worked, because now it has supplanted the before with the after. And so now the, the new before is of fucking time. And in time, that's the magic trick. The solution is immediate because there is no problem, in a sense. The solution, from the problem, you need a solution. But in this, from the solution, there is no problem. So you don't even need a solution. So in time, you, you need a freaking solution. When the solution dawns on you, it's of timelessness. It says nothing that you believed happened has actually happened. There's no need for a solution. You can't be lighter than that. You can't be lighter than that. You don't need a little pocket for your little solution. There's no solution. It's an activity that the solution's entertaining, yeah? Maybe you'll see the humor in it, just like in me. The head when I was younger was like a CNN news flash, you know, constant CNN news stories. Then it became Comedy Central. It's fucking hilarious how this thing thinks. It's incredible. It is so tiny, <laughs> so vindictive. So it's always like a second too late. It's just way, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's not what it it doesn't make the news it's the audience that does we're the audience what we are these two thoughts are, are my are the thoughts that are happening that I feel like are mine are they broadcasting to you here no they're playing to the audience what we are the thought system is playing to what we are it's attempting to sort of imply and insinuate and presuppose and just historically, oh, that's a fact, and just to sort of give this thing a possibility, hey, maybe you're a long-lasting, independent, separate thing. Maybe you are the doer, maybe you are the thinker, maybe you are the feeler, and then suddenly, as soon as the thoughts are claimed, they can own you. As soon as you own the thoughts as the thinker, the thoughts can own you, yeah? One feeling can ruin your whole fucking Hawaiian vacation. <laughs> when it's called your feeling. Yes? It's an activity. I'm not happy about having to see it. It sort of it was fun. It took out all the specialness in my life, in a sense. All the, all the false hopes that I had of finally arriving and all this shit that I felt so uncomfortable about would be done. You'll go, it's, it doesn't work that way. This, this is more of an acceptance and of loss of interest and attention. Yet the interest and attention goes somewhere else. It stops going into the head to reinforce what's not happening all day as being more paramount than what's happening. It's here to enrich the day, yeah? just have to give warnings, that's all. Because if the dreamt hears that it's dreaming, it doesn't go anywhere. If the message gets to the dreaming that it's dreaming, it looks at the dreamt in a different way. Yeah. But if you try to convince the dreamt that it's dreaming, it thinks, oh, I'm dreaming? I want 50 Cadillacs, new knee joints, you know, tons of money. It's always framed from its fucking point of view. Yeah? But if you see the dreamt from the dreaming, there's a relief there, a stabilized relief. It's all <coughs> a matter of what's the emphasis. If the emphasis is on you, yeah? If the dreamt hears the dreaming, it doesn't go anywhere. If Paul hears about the Buddha, it doesn't go anywhere. But if the Buddha hears about Paul, it goes somewhere. That's all we're attempting to convey. Because when I first went to satsangs, maybe I was missing it, but I thought there was an emphasis, and the emphasis was incorrect. It was on, let's describe what we are. All we are is consciousness, and we have no free will. I'm telling you something. It doesn't go anywhere to talk to that which is programmed to believe it has free will, that it has no free will. Pointless. Pointless. Talk to that which knows there's no free will and then it will travel lighter with the free will. This thing constantly, we're wasting time trying to convince what we're not. Do you think, 
What goes to a three-day retreat chanting I'm not a body, but a body identification? What wants to get out of a body is what thinks it's in a body, really. So, really, so you're thinking, you're doing something to get out, but you're reinforcing the in. And so these are like spiritual shoes. When it comes to these dogs, we're just laying out some shoes. You put them on, if they fit, wear them. A lot will be revealed. If they don't fit, doesn't matter. This is going to end, hopefully, very shortly. You know, we're not going to be here, and you know, it's not like we're going to do some hard stretches or shit. You're just going to give up, go split, and do whatever you want. <laughs> but uh, thank God, I know you've been served the spiritual subpoena. Yeah, so and then my and a T-shirt. I hope so. Many of them. So, so, so my job's already done. You know, all I have to do is show up. You got served. But the beautiful thing, the court you'll be called to won't be the court of the mind, because you're already convicted there. You're living out a lot of sentences there. You'll be brought to the court of light, and all your little seeming transgressions will be null and voided. Yeah? And something may come over you that you don't even know what it is for a while, and that will be an acceptance of what you're not, finally. Yeah? If I take myself to be this, it's all, it will be always be seen as an urban renewal project. I'll be working on it, fucking trying to make it better. The greatest gift this ever got was not being the center of the universe, really. And then, I can't believe, can you imagine this thing dealing with millions of thoughts about it? <laughs> it's way too much. It's like a Toyota, it's, you know, it's like a functional thing. It's not like a chariot of the gods, yeah? You don't have to polish it. It's just for via, it's a vehicle, so to speak. So, so, <laughs> you know, I was, I had a grandmother that loved me unconditionally, and when she, and I could feel it when I was a kid. And I don't think I felt it since, until this started dawning on me. I didn't even know what kind of atmosphere I was in. And then after months, I realized that that drive to do and have and change had been dismissed, yeah? And there was like a field of acceptance of Paul because I'm not, really, yeah? And it's allowed a lot of love to come in and to come out. It's tough to love it while you're constantly moved by agitation, yes? It's, it's difficult to love when you're busy looking for what you think is love. <coughs> it's when something stops and then you can actually receive something because you're not a moving target, yeah? And you can offer something and be there to watch the person receive it just like they've watched you receive it, yeah? Real communication can happen because you're not on that fucking moving sidewalk escalator type of thing. So you can never stop. So I like to shoot and just constantly move by time. Yeah? You step out of that. Like Jesus says, you're in this world, but you're not of this world. So if this world, if you look at what is it like to be in this world? Well, time, separation, things, yes? Erosion, things going up, things going down, sickness, health. And then he says, you're not of this. Yeah? You are of something other than what's being demonstrated here. You're not of time. You're not of thingness. Yes? You're the before of all the befores and afters. You're that. Yeah? Why not allow a little of that to come into this life of the action figure? We have a thing in recovery where the predilection to be up the ass of self is so strong that one of the main tenets of our whole program is service. Because when you serve someone, I don't mean your family, though that's okay, but sometimes it's best to go serve people you don't know. It pulls the attention and interest out of this orbit, yeah? It will pull. And all the conditions that you believe are happening to you are really predicated by this orbiting. And when the orbiting gets broken and the attention and interest goes out, things that seem so pressing get forgotten. 
in about 15 minutes because the attention and interest isn't fucking fixated on it. It's been sent out, it's gotten out. And now it's of its own nature, which is dispersed, not concentrated and fucking on something, but available, yeah? So what happens is, this was always the description. You do a service, like sometimes I go to a meeting at a detox, and I've been thinking about me all day, and all my problems and worries, and then I'd hear some of these people share, and at least in 10 minutes or less, all those pressing concerns were dismissed, and I was available, and I ended up start crying because of the beauty of what was available to me and to them, yeah. even though they may not take it, but still, the beauty of it. And then I saw, all right, so I get out of this ass of self, and why, what, what's the sense? I feel available. I feel bigger, yes? I feel here. And then what happens when I feel here and available? I sense a presence. Yeah. I want to call it the higher power or whatever, but maybe it's us. I sense a presence. And then what happens? If, I'm, if, I'm, if I am that presence and I am available, then I am of service, yeah? So the idea of doing service as a skillful means to get out of self can be seen as a basic attribute you will have because you're present and available. You see it? It's beautiful. The world is trying to mimic what we are as something what we're not maybe able to attain or get for a little while or become if they practice hard enough. But in fact, when you let go of this, those things you wanted to acquire are already available. Yeah, you are present. That means you're available and you're of service, like it or not. What an incredible difference from doing service and being of service, yeah? So you can look at it one way. If you're looking at the sun from the earth, let's say, and you want to get some sunlight, then at the, in this situation, the clouds can prevent you. The clouds can get in the way of you and the sun. But what would happen if you were on the sun side? You'd still see the clouds, but they wouldn't have the ability to block you from the sun anymore. It's all emphasis. That's all it is. If that, that which you're not is emphasized, that which you are seems fucking incredibly infrequent and really far away. If you see you're not that, yeah, then it's always available at all times, right where you are, with no requirement necessary. So that Homeric odyssey to finally arrive at the other shore, when you see it from the shore, you realize, it says there's a great yogic mantra, and people translate in a lot of ways. I was given a talk, and this one way the yoga teacher uh, translated was, gone, 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 to the other shore. Arriving at the other shore, on having never left. So let's just cut out the first few sentences and just stay in on having never left. Yeah? Do you really have to go anymore, gone, 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 to other shores to realize what you're looking for isn't there? That's over. Let's cut it out on having never left. So if you look at fairy tales, it's always once upon a time. You could just you could take out all those books by the first sentence on having never left. <laughs> There's no Homeric odysseys or journeys. You may go on them, but you'll go on them. <laughs> you'll wear the captain's uniform looser. <laughs> there was, won't be so much investment in arriving because you know you've never left. It's impossible for us to move away from us. Can you imagine if you started the day with that as the basis? On having never left, your day would look really different. Then I've got to get somewhere, I've got to get something, I've got to keep doing that, da 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 You don't realize we're generating time. There isn't time that's imposing itself. We're the dreaming of it. The mental state's agitation is spinning the wheels of time. Hmm. It's 
sense it, don't you? Yeah. There's stillness, but stillness without movement is really good. Yeah? When that anxiety of becoming and unbecoming, there's been a, a loss of interest in it. Yeah? Then there's stillness and no movement. Yeah. I would call it us. Right? <coughs> uh, I should tell some things. Brownie camera. At least this should be like uh, yell out some golden oldies and I'll riff on it. The sheep and the lion, the brownie camera, the glove in the hand, they did that already. We're not going to go into the shit of the hallway of shit and fans, you know, that aside. The pooper scooping, no, not doing the pooper scooping. But let's do, let's do this. This one I really like. So I was, I went to Turkey, yeah. I went to Turkey and uh, got out in Istanbul, and I wanted to go see the Sophia and the Blue Mosque. And then this guy, and I was with a couple other people from the guest house, and a guy with a very nice suit, with grayish black pepper hair, came up and started talking to us in very good English, and he wanted to volunteer to show us around. Of course, a little suspicious, but he started showing us. He told us the history of it. It was really good, and we followed him. And then he brought us to this brick building, and there was a side door. He knocked on it, and a guy looking just like him was there. And then we went in, and then we never saw the first guy again. And the guy who was now walking up said, oh, what's your name? I go, Paul. He says, Mr. Paul, do you want a Turkish coffee, apple juice? I went for apple juice. So he gives me apple juice, and he sits us down, and it's a, it's a rug emporium. Yeah, Tur Turkish rug, oriental rug. And so they start bringing out, and there's a lot of the same looking guys, like about eight of them. And it's like a tag team match. And they bring the rugs out, and they're spinning them, and the light's hitting them, and it's unbelievable. Throwing them on the floor, and it went on, and then they come, do you need some more Turkish coffee? Oh, more apple juice, yeah. They're showing that for hours. You'd sit there for hours, yeah. But, the, and so they go, but I had an immunity to it, because I didn't have any place to live. Yeah. So I didn't have a flaw, F-L-O-O-R, so I knew, I, why do I need a rug? It was a very clear understanding. Even though, and so, but they were going, but we can, we can, we can uh, wrap the rug so you can put it in your knapsack. Because I was going around, I said, give me a break. I'm not going to go to Thailand with an oriental rug, you know? So no matter how tempting it was, I had a fucking immunity to it because I didn't have a flaw. Yeah. That's sort of what this message is like. Yeah, it is. It's sort of like that. There's certain. There's a. You've had enough utility. You've realized this mechanism can't embrace what I want. It can't receive it. Can't get it. Can't grab it. The futility of the machine is really a hallelujah. Yeah. And that's why I don't like questions a lot. Because I don't want to, I want to leave people with their own devices so they see they're not their own devices, yeah? You know what I mean? You want to solve them in a sense so they can recognize that this is incapable, incapable of getting any understanding of what it is because it isn't, yeah? That futility is like the platform or the diving board, yeah? Where I remember the day it hit me one day, and I knew I'd never ask a fucking question again, because I saw the whole futility of it all. Yeah? I am, why would I wait another second for this to get it? I'm not that. Yeah? Oh, it's not, I don't want to, it's not going to tag along. It's incapable of understanding things out of its system. Yeah? It's framed with a certain way, like the Course in Miracles says, the brain interprets to the body of which it is a part. The brain, taking in all the information all day, interprets it all to the body of which it is a part. Yeah? So the information you're getting from the system has a bias in it. Yeah? It's not reporting back to you, it's making up a you. <laughs> 
It's not reporting to what you are. It's reporting to what you are that you're something else. And you are the only one who has the eyes to see it. It doesn't matter if you're hobnobbing and with someone you think is awake. It doesn't fucking mean a damn thing. It isn't that person. This is, people get so confused. I remember a, a guy sent me a thing on Facebook and there was a famous Tibetan Dokchen teacher. It was like a great perfection thing. And he was public, you know, in that world, he was enlightened. And then he went into dementia. So the people that thought it was him as a body that was enlightened, he's now drooling, fucking doesn't know what's going on. They're like, what the fuck? Did he lose the enlightenment? He was never fucking enlightened. Something was expressing through him. It wasn't him. And now something else is expressing through him, dementia. And everyone's, whoa, I'm so fucking disappointed. Hey, why? Yeah. You tagged the wrong fucking thing. Yeah? Look at some of the people. They went some crazy. Some of them, you know, taking nitrous oxide in a dentist chair all fucking day. Yet so much stuff came through them that a lot of people got a lot out of. Yeah? It had nothing to do with them. We were being used. Yeah? I remember I read Carlos Castaneda. Remember him? They were great when you were young, especially if you were eating peyote and mescaline. <laughs> Those books were pretty cool. And then a lot of people went out of their way to make him a fraud, you know. I guarantee he's a fraud. But it didn't matter. It wasn't him. It was me reading a book. Yeah? It was mine. The mind that we all are precedes everything else. We're giving everything the meaning it has. Things aren't giving us a meaning. We're giving them the meaning. I could, I could use a phone book to fucking do whatever I want. I could wake up with a phone book. Unfortunately, they, or like, they, remember that someone woke up in Walmart, supposedly, uh, and, uh, you know, an iron fell off, you know, a toaster <laughs> fell off an appliance aisle, like on October 11th at 11 a.m., and then all these people try to go there October 11th, 11th and have their friend knock the toaster off. You're not gonna duplicate. <laughs> It's, it's, there is no rope or form, you know. <laughs> it can do whatever it wants. There's a beautiful statement in the Course. You and I are the dreaming of the dreaming. Yeah, we're going to dream <coughs> ourselves out of it, and which we're doing right now, hopefully. It matters what the mind's making of this, but it could be making of this another way of dreaming one out of it. And as we do, the dream gets happier. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't it really beautiful? So all this that's going on is given value. It doesn't have value. The mind that precedes this can use this to dream itself out of the dreaming. Nothing is going to stop it. I think it brings a very relaxed ease and calmness. And I swear, if you could allow time to move by you instead of being moved by it, you would see things, yeah? You would be able to enjoy peace of mind. You would know, understand the word serenity and know peace. These things are not acquired through time. They're part of timelessness, yeah? Like there's a great Zen saying in the faith mind, it says, and it's another translation, you can find another one maybe. It says, you can't use activity to produce stillness. That would be activity. <clears throat> the head is activity. The head is agitated. The head is in a movement of desiring to become and unbecome. All day. It can never fulfill the mission, so it's thwarted all day. Agitation begets agitation. It attempts to produce stillness, it's more agitation. If, you're in if there's an addiction to time and then peace dawns on you, your head will arise and say, will there be peace tomorrow? That's not fucking peace. You can't change any of that, just see so you're not that. People think, all right, I saw it, now I gotta change it. No, just rely on the scene, yeah? 
Just see it. See all that gets revealed. Nothing has to fucking change one bit. Nothing has an influence of what you are other than what you are. If what you are believes something, it will seem to be fucking so. If it loses interest in that belief, it will seem not to be so. Yeah? The emphasis will shift. I see it. You know, I see I see the act of being identified as self. I see it. If you go into, if the attention and interest moves into any mental process, that's the interpretation of perception, the thought system, and memories, yes? If it goes into that, those systems, it always catches them in the act of being identified as a self. Now, it's a verb. There's no self as a noun. It's a verb, the act of being identified as a self. It's a verb, yeah? As soon as there's a belief of the self, the self now gets presupposed, and now it's the noun that either is doing it or not doing it. I get it every time. People have heard me, and so they go, instead of say self and selfing, let's say Paul and Paula, right? So the guy would say, all right, Paul, on a good day, how much is Paul Paul? Like 70% of the day, 10% of the day. And if it's a bad day, how much was Paul Pauling? Maybe 80%, 90%? And he went on and on. He didn't see it. The Pauling is used to imply the Paul. He was the illustration of exactly what I'm saying. He was thinking he was the doer of the fucking selfing. He thought he was the self that was doing the selfing. The selfing was used to imply the self. Then it gets presupposed before the verb, and now it thinks it's doing it. I rest my fucking case. It just changes different nouns and verbs. It's the same movement. It's mechanical. And we're fooled by it because we believe time goes in one way, and the mental state doesn't. It uses the what comes after. It uses the claiming of what's happening to imply something that isn't happening. If you see it sooner or later, the emphasis will move from that observation to what to the seeing. Yeah, and if it only if it's if it reaches the level of fifty percent point zero 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 one, changes everything. That little shift in emphasis changes everything. Instead of looking from here, looking from here to here, you're there looking at this. It's just that simple. Nothing changes, but everything can change. Yeah. And then over the years, you just observe it. You know, I've entertained these ideas, and I've observed what, it ha what happens. Yeah? And what happens, I put it into one category for the action figure, traveling lighter. Now, at first I thought traveling liner was going to mean everything's going to go great, I'm going to get everything I want, but no, all it did was allow me to travel through whatever I was meant to travel through on a light, in a lighter fashion, in a very stabilized, reliable manner for years, and after years I realized what more do I want, really? What more do I want in a place that could seem to be really fucking heavy? Or it could seem to be light. I like to lean on the light side. I've had enough of the other stuff. Yeah, there you go. So you can walk, you know, wear pajamas, come in here, fucking whatever, you know. <laughs> I barely can keep it together, really. We've had a, this trip has been incredible. I was up for about 20 hours the first day. <laughs> gave a talk, and you know, people talk about microdosing, you know, right. LSD. I'm, I, I'm always in a, a, a mild case of electrocution. Really. <laughs> That's what happens. And then if I'm not in good shape, and I have to speak for like three hours, I'm electrocuted. I'm like fucking fried, yeah? So the 110 wiring, like the light bulb is meant to hold 50 watts, 
It can hold 100 watts for an hour or two, but not for five, six hours. It's just too fucking, the filament stuff. <laughs> Fuck Brian. <laughs> then they, we go out to dinner and then the thing continues. So the, I start speaking before the talk and then I, the talk goes three hours, then I go out, so I get home at 12. So my filaments are fried. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed this thing doesn't give a shit about me physically. It doesn't. I used to think I had to be in some kind of condition for it to come through. It doesn't care. <laughs> as long as I'm here, it'll come through. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, any questions? <laughs> <laughs> or reports? I'm just happy to see everybody. I hope these. I hope what we're doing doesn't help you really. <laughs> you know, we've done we've done the best we could do. We put out a lot of content with the hopes that you'll you know one of those will get through, yeah, and another one will get through, and yes, you know it's like. Yeah, it's sort of like this movie, but it's like the sun's gone out in a way, seemingly. And we're just trying to put it like a small nuclear charge to restart it, yeah? So that you, you become what you're looking for. Again, you don't become it, it is. Yeah, but there's a noticing of it, finally. But you notice it by seeing what you're not. Yeah? You don't notice the sun from the moon. You see that you're not the moon from the sun. Yeah? You don't notice the sun from the moon. You see you're not the moon from the sun. You see the moon is made up of the reflection of the sunlight. Yes? It's not the source of it. You see it. And that and why and the power of its light is based on interest and attention of the sun's interest and attention. When the sun withdraws its interest and attention from the moon, the moon's much, much paler. Yeah? Yes. So we put all this, you know, we put a lot of videos out. I must, I, I apologize for the bad names and ditch lap. It's upset a lot of people, <laughs> you know, but uh, it got out early and can't put it back in. And uh, we, you know, books get put out and we're, we come and do, we try to come and talk with people. Yeah, because, you know, you gotta be like an ear doctor also. You gotta check out people hearing. <laughs> The message. <laughs> so, so, Paul, what's the, what's the connection with recovery? What are we recovering from? Self, selfing, is that or what? Well, recovery is is for the action figure, yes, in the dreaming. So this action figure, uh, needed supervision, really. Yeah, like when I was when I was out there. And I thought I was managing my own life. It always led me to having to be managed by other people. And I also, when I drank, I had magnetic appeal to people in uniform. So I attracted a lot of shit since I was young. And, uh, you know, the funny thing is I got struck sober. And the next day, Without looking for it, I got introduced to the way of life that was going to allow that sobriety to extend for 31 years. If I didn't, if I hadn't been introduced to a way of life, it probably would have dissipated in a day or two. Yeah, but I, I found a way of life that could keep the action figure subdued and bring it to a point where the program changed me enough to be changed. It worked on me enough so that I could be changed. And so now I don't need much observation. Yeah. So I see the difference. To me, in the dreaming, you better render unto Caesar's what Caesar's. Yeah. If your house is on fire, uh, you don't need to hear there's no house and no fire. You need a pail of water. Yes? There's different times you meet people on different levels. And to try to get dogmatic about a non-duality idea, I don't think works. 
Yes? So for me, the action <coughs> figure had a very, very severe uh, anti-social bent, and it got corrected for 31 years now. Yeah? I got run over twice by cars, shot at, jails a lot, two years and three months in programs. There were a lot of consequences this thing had to go through to get to a point, and no human power could get me sober. My mother, the state, myself, nothing <coughs> could do it. And it was just a regular day at the office, sitting in another washed-up trailer with a guy I didn't know, just slugging a bottle of Royal Gate vodka, that something happened. Something intervened and didn't stop in my head. It went somewhere, we call it the innermost the recovery, and I was struck sober, you know? It was like a CNN news flash, just a headline, and it was, I'm fucked, really. I mean, and I didn't know it at the time, but I had the ability to be convinced, and I was finally convinced of that I was not managerial quality. I needed to submit myself to something other than the head, or I wasn't disposed, you know, like it was going to be institutionalized for the rest of my life. And so, as soon as I got struck sober, circumstance brought me to a meeting the next day, and the deal was, the lady said, if you want a place to stay tonight, you got to go to an A meeting. So I, I agreed, because I needed a place to stay, and I haven't left for 31 years. And I've never had a strong feeling or a thought about drinking and using, which to me is unbelievable. Now, that also implied a lot to mind that took me to here, really. Why would I want to just pack, box that demonstration and keep it in a small little category? Like we say in AA, you'll suddenly realize something can do for you what you can't do for yourself. To me, the rest of my life is about widening the circle of what I can't do for myself, basically. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> but it, uh, if I could give anything, can you imagine? You cannot believe the urge and the whipping up of that urge with the thoughts and the feelings of obsession, you know, addiction <coughs> to want to get high. And for that to end and never recover, never get bright again, it's just totally mind-boggling. Totally, what an incredible demonstration. Yeah. So I've witnessed a lot of things here as an action figure. And I don't underestimate the dreaming. And I don't, the idea of non-duality is not contrary to the dreaming. It's very inclusive of the dreaming. To me, AA is a, a path that, a, a path of illumination, and non-duality is what illuminates all paths. Yeah? I see non-duality as a fact. Yeah? A fact. And when you rest there, it reveals a lot of that which isn't a fact, to tell you the truth. Yeah? And to me, it was the process of seeing what I'm not was the real intimacy of what I am. And it showed me, at least in my feeling, it was bogus to keep hearing descriptions of what I am as what I'm not. It was just make, just look at what happens at these groups. Look at what the word awakening and enlightenment has done to many people. Enlightenment, one of the definitions of enlightenment is cessation of all suffering. Well, a lot of meetings of this type, it's whipping up a lot of fucking suffering. Because people think they should be enlightened, and they're not, or someone they think shouldn't be enlightened is, and they're fucking, it's driven them crazy. Yeah? Can you see that? A thing that means something completely different, if claimed by what you're not, will be used to drive itself fucking crazy. That's insane to me. It's insane. Because if you're hearing about what you are from what you're not, all you can do is conceptualize it. And you're going to miss what it is completely by thinking you know what it is. You're going to miss it completely. 
Yeah? See what you're not. Understand what you're not. It's constantly revealing itself to us all day. It's constantly revealing itself. Just see what you're not. You're not going to be doing it forever. There'll be hit a point where you will be convinced, yes? And that little debating, it won't come up for a yearly review. You'll just be assured, yeah? And then there's a place to rest because then there's the timelessness isn't being moved in time. You can stop and rest there while time proceeds. So the action figure has its own fucking agenda and things that need to be met, and they have absolutely nothing to do with what you are, nor do they have any power to exile you from what you are unless you believe they do. Yeah. And I got it demonstrated with these talks. First three years in recovery, I started speaking. The same energy came through, and I did 16 years every Monday night at this one place. 16 years of Monday nights, that's 52 Mondays, 16, that's like 600 Mondays, more. I had a lot of different situations with 600 Mondays. Sometimes I had sinus infections, sometimes I was waiting here if I had AIDS, you know, because back then the test took three weeks. Sometimes the fairy princess just broke up with me outside the meeting. Sometimes I had no money. Sometimes tons of shit happened. And it didn't matter what condition I thought I was in, if I was willing to have this come through, Everything that was so pressing was completely dismissed for that hour. It came back when I seemed to come back, but for that hour, all those things that were pressing me all day were gone. And after tons of demonstrations, I said, how real could it be if it can disappear so quickly? How real? I have a role in it. When I'm available to all that shit, there seems to be a lot of shit. When something <laughs> takes me out of it, there's no shit. What's the constant in both? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Eh? Any questions? What else? I could say what else. Let me see. One of my favorites is when I was young, 12 years old. You know, I started to be interested in girls. And they had a mall in Long Island called Roosevelt Field. I had to take a bus from where I lived, Rock the Center. And I had this favorite outfit I'd wear to it all, every weekend when I'd go. And they were, I had a pair of red cords, corduroys, and a long sleeve gray shirt. And I looked pretty cool, I thought. And so I'd go to the mall and I'd look at my reflection in all the you know, buildings. And then I'd, a lot of people looking at me and I'm thinking, it's working. So I kept wearing the same outfit pretty much. Every weekend I went down there. And after a few months, friend of mine, because I would talk to him about it all the time, tell, finally uh, had some compassion. He says, hey, Paul, do you know that gray shirt? And I said, yeah, I like that gray shirt. He says, it's pink. And you know those red jeans of yours that you keep talking about? Those cords, they're magenta. <laughs> and as soon as he told me they were magenta and pink, I never saw them as gray and red ever again. Yeah. Now, I, I would have sworn on a Bible they were gray and red, but as soon as he gave me the message, hey, they're pink and magenta, I saw them as pink magenta. I didn't go in the closet every week. No, they were pink and magenta. They'd always been pink and magenta. They'd never not been pink and magenta. No matter how long I thought they were gray and red, they were pink and magenta. That's exactly like the message. It really is. It's just like the message. Let's say if you're dreaming at night, yeah? And let's say you're dreaming for about a five second act, like you were slurping some soda, yeah? And then the next night you dream, and it's a 300 year epic. You know, you're incarnating eight different times and shit like that, yeah? Goes on and on and on in the dream world. Now, when you wake up, how long does it take to wake up from the five second dream and from the 300 year dream? Same amount of time. Exactly. Time has nothing to do with it. Yeah, it doesn't matter the length of the lion, no matter how long the lion thought it was a sheep, it was still a lion. Yeah, and all it has to do is see that it's not a sheep, and what will hit it immediately, it's a lion. Yeah, and when it hits, it's a lion, it also hits, it's always been a lion. So the idea of being a sheep, I was a sheep, the fear of becoming a sheep again is dismissed, absolutely. 
The evidence is thoroughly fucking bamboed. Yeah? You were never a sheep. It's not like, oh, I've realized I'm a lion. No, you were never a sheep. You don't need to realize you're a lion. You're a lion. What you need to realize is you're not a sheep. Yeah? Then you'll find out the lion is. You don't have to take roaring lessons. <laughs> you don't have to see other lions and pay, pay a lot of money. You're just as much a lion as they are. Yeah, that's it, I think, eh? Yes? My friend, all's well? Yeah, good. Yes, yeah? Thank you. Yeah? Yes, yes, yes. Yes? Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll get you. We'll get you sooner or later. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 yes. You've been served, eh? <laughs> Let it in. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to add more to it. It's got its own light. It'll kick itself in. Yeah? You can't turn it off. And you can't start it. Just, you know, step back, so to speak. No, no, no moving forward, step back. Yeah? And it's not a call to arms. It's more of a, a disarming. Yeah? The message truly disarms the system because the system cannot get it and it finally gets that. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, thank you so much. Hey, there's tons of shirts and some books. Shirts, uh, right at this moment, they're $20. I could, I could go up or down. <laughs> the books, I think we got some non, we got the Be Here, uh, Escape from Everywhere, and then we have the recovery book called Under Arrest. And we have a new book out on Amazon called, Paul, you know, Volume One of the Incomplete Works of Paul Hedden. Yeah. So, all right. Thank well, let's, you. Uh, say thank you. Oh, come on. Yeah. yeah.